Hey guys, we wanted to take a quick minute to tell you about our recent partnership with the Amazing Bones Coffee Company. Let's face it, you're probably sick and tired of drinking that old plain Jane coffee brand every morning. Well, fret not, dear listener, Bones Coffee is here to kick your taste buds into high gear. Bones Coffee has a wide variety of flavors to choose from, including maple bacon, peaches and spring, island grog, and my personal favorite, chocolate raspberry. Once you become hooked on the coffee, you'll be excited to learn that they have plenty of merch options to choose from as well. T-shirts, mugs, tote bags, the list goes on. You can buy their coffee in whole bean, ground, and even evil single serve options. Guys, we wouldn't lie to you. This coffee is great, and we know that you're going to love it too, which is why we have partnered up with Bones Coffee, and now our listeners have an exclusive discount code. Make sure to use the code MUSICSPEAKS at checkout for 10% off your order. That's right, James. Go to bonescoffee.com to kickstart your new coffee addiction and use the code MUSICSPEAKS for 10% off today. Like many of you, we battle depression during life's ups and downs. Music has always been the one thing that we could rely on to get us through the tough times that we all face. Follow us on our journey as we discuss the healing power of music, interview bands, break down genres, review band biographies, and more. This is the When Words Fail Music Speaks Podcast with Blake Mosley and James Cox. Hey everybody, it's me, it's me, it's J-A-C. And I am the and one one of the co-hosts of this podcast called When Words Fail Music Speaks, where we battle depression with the power of music. That's right. And I'm your professional handicapped host. Like I just said, I don't know why I said that twice, but that's okay. Because my yeah. voice sounds like Kermit Frog, Kermit Scooter from the Muppets, and Kermit the Frogs to some people. There's a little bit of Kermit there. Yeah. A little bit, but not much. But yeah. Yeah, so don't call me or... Nor am I the Muppets from the Haunted Mansion special. That is so good too. That is a great, uh, a great Muppet special um, that I watched again today. Yes. Holds a special place in my heart. But I am commonly referred to as the loudest guy in the room. But only when I'm playing the drums. You better not say otherwise. I'm your endless source of useless music knowledge. My name is Blake Mosley, aka Brosley, aka Emo Bemo. Um, and I hereby state that I do not give Facebook permission to use any of my personal data or photos. Uh, and bussin makes me feel good. So you take yes. that for, for whatever it. Emo bemo. <laughs> yeah. What's that? That's a, that's a new. That's a new nickname I'm working on. Oh, okay. You know. Emo bemo. Bemo. That might be your new other name than. I might have to retire Brosley, and I'll just go with emo bemo. I don't like that. I like I like Brosley. I feel like if I was a twi- a Twitch streamer, that would be my uh, that would be my name. But you know who we could ask. Our very Don't special, ask. our very, our very special guest, Jeff Winston. Jeff, your resident Ghostbuster. Yeah, yeah our resident real, Ghostbuster. Who is a real um, Ghostbuster? And, uh, yeah, as as you guys may know, this is the kickoff of our uh, Halloween themed episodes for the whole month of October. Um, we're doing a special Cover Wars today, uh, and we decided to ask our good buddy Jeff, who is a Ghostbuster extraordinaire. Um, Jeff showed up to my wedding dressed as a Ghostbuster. You guys have heard us talk about that before. This is Jeff. I want to hear about the story from Jeff. Yeah, so, yeah hear about it from Jeff. It, tell us, tell us yeah, about that. Tell us the. I mean, why? Because you're the guest. Because you're you, man. <laughs> so I, I, okay, so I've been, to, I've been told from from Bruce Lee that you know he was getting married. 
and he and he was inviting you over to the wedding, but you were in your already your were already in your Ghostbuster suit. Is that true? So I was planning on changing. So I went to a con in in Lake City, uh-huh. and uh, you know it's like a mile, what's that like an hour away from Sumter. Yeah. So I was like, let me let me run home real quick and uh, change. He's like, no, just come like you are, <laughs> as you were. Yeah, and, and, the, and there are, there are so many there are so many photos with Jeff just in the background somewhere dressed as a Ghostbuster, and I love it. And did did and did Allie love it too, or did she like? Oh yeah, she thought it was hilarious. Okay, good. Yeah, <laughs> I know, right? Yeah, so yeah. Uh, so what did you do this week, Brosley? And then we'll ask Jeff what did he do. Um, I've I have been gearing up for uh on my other podcast. Um, I am doing a a daily minisode uh for the whole month of October, uh, counting down to Halloween. So if you guys want to go check that out, I have been hard at work at that. Um, and uh, the Anchor app makes it extremely easy. Uh, to do to where I can schedule these things and throw the episodes together. So I have been working on that tirelessly and gearing up for the premiere of Hocus Pocus two. Oh, which I heard. More on that in a minute. Which I heard. Okay. Oh yeah. So yeah. Uh, Jeff. Um, so let's talk about Ghostbusters because Ghostbusters is your favorite movie of all time. Obviously, you're a official Ghost South Carolina Ghostbuster, so don't get that wrong. Um, what? Okay. So Ghostbusters one or two. Which movie do you love more and why? Um, so Ghostbusters 84, that's the original. Right. Sure. Um, I guess that'll rank up as as my favorite, I guess. Then but so like really the first Ghostbusters movie I saw was Ghostbusters 2. It came on TV a lot of times when I was when I was smaller and all. And uh right. but basically overall Ghostbusters one is the favorite. Yeah. Okay. So answer the call is not your favorite. And honestly, I'm shocked. And I do it ranks as the second movie. Number two. It's a hard two franchise. Uh, It is a hard two. Obviously that was a big controversial one. Um, And I, I I will will answer the call. Answer the call. No, that's, that's no, that one. No, we don't, we don't like that. (laughs) (laughs) So I did, I, I, I will admit I have not seen answer the call. I did watch Afterlife. We went to see Afterlife in Afterlife theaters. Afterlife is so good. And so it was good. great. I loved it. What, what were Afterlife, your yes. I saw <laughs> right. it four times in the yes. theater. Okay, okay, good, good, good. Uh, I think Paul Rudd was a good ad. I'm glad that they were able to bring back um, most everyone um, from the uh, from the original cast. So uh, it was a, it was a, it was a good movie. I really liked. it. I liked the the kids that were in this one too. The one kid he's like a podcaster. I thought it was hilarious um but yeah I, I do like afterlife um i guess eventually i'll watch answer the call funny enough so the two covers that we're talking about today come from the uh answer the call soundtrack so <laughs> but more on that later as well right right but yeah you're gonna have to go back and edit that answer the call no that's that's he is sticking with but, no on answer the call y'all but if not for answer the call, it wouldn't have. There was a resurgence of popularity for the movie when that movie when the movie came out. So kids were became aware of what Ghostbusters was. Were I can't even talk. Was I'm just right. like you guys. I can't talk. <laughs> words failed. Or, yeah, words failed. But, um, yeah. yeah, it did a lot for the for the the new generation to yeah. the Ghostbusters. 
So I want to know, you know, what is it about Ghostbusters that holds such a uh, a special place in your heart? Because I mean, you've got uh, you've got some tattoos. Um, obviously, yeah. Look at that. Okay, yeah. so we got do we got some new ones, right? Is that a, is that a new one that's oh, going? Uh, um, oh, Jurassic oh, you got Park. Jurassic okay. Park. That's cool. Nice. Yeah. Very nice. Okay, so um, but uh, yeah, obviously you're a dedicated man. So wait a minute. Okay, so you got the so you got Slimer tattoo, and you got Gozer, right? And you got the Slimer, Gozer, Vince Torto, Zool. So pretty much stay puffed. Yeah. yeah. Yes, dude, Every, so nice. Everybody and, from uh, one and two. Ghostbusters two, uh, that's Vigo. Vigo. Vigo, the Carpathian, right? Yeah, very yeah. nice. Cool. Yeah, yeah, so um, back to what he was saying before I, I really interrupted him. Come on. Uh, Come on. Yeah, so um, can you tell us why Ghostbusters the franchise means so much to you? Um, I, you know, it goes back to childhood. You know, I watched the cartoons and. Of course, the movies multiple times over the years. So, you know, it does rank up there as, you know, one of my favorite movies. Uh, but, you know, there are others like um, uh, Back to the Future, that whole franchise. Yeah. Jurassic Park. You know, there's just movies that that stick with you a certain way when you're younger. And, you know, they keep on as you get older. Yeah. Yeah. But, so, um, can you tell us about the South Carolina Ghostbusters too? Because obviously you're repping a, a T for those of you who are watching on YouTube right now. Um, so, so what is the South Carolina Ghostbusters all Basically, about? Yeah, let me interrupt you. <laughs> Come Basically on, South Carolina first off, you're going to be a guest um, on my podcast and you're going to interrupt me. <laughs> Basically, South Carolina Ghostbusters, we're a, um, we're a charity group that uh, we raise money for whatever charities, big, not, not big at the time, but whatever... <laughs> We felt drawn to, like the most recent was the um, South Carolina um, Special Olympics. That was our last one that we were raising money for. But um, if there's anything that really stands out that that's brought to your attention, we 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 go toward that. So we uh, when we can, we raise money at uh, conventions. Like the large one that we were raising money at was kind of comic-con up in greenville but you know we haven't because of covid we basically haven't been able to do any large cons lately right yeah right. But, um we are a charity group uh, that brings smiles to faces nice yeah. nice nice now That's did the because because i was um on your spying on your facebook account and i noticed that uh the south carolina ghost professor was 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 there at the dragon con correct uh, I was, you know, or where you just... we, we do have a, um, a like sort of a little mini convention called PKA Surge. Basically, it's Ghostbusters from around the country, worldwide that will show up in Atlanta on Labor Day weekend. So yeah. we have our own little thing going on as well during the con. Nice. nice. Very, very nice. Yeah. Well, cool. So it is it is spooky season. And uh, as uh, as I mentioned earlier, um, obviously, for a lot of my generation, uh, Hocus Pocus was a big deal. It was not a box office uh, smash hit for Disney when it was released in 93, for sure. But it developed this cult following, right? And this is a discussion I had with with Allie uh, earlier today. Um, so, James, before we got started, you asked me, what did I think of the new one? And you two have not seen the newest Hocus Pocus movie, so I won't spoil anything for you. Um, so, obviously... Obviously, you take a movie that was released 30 years ago, right? That was not a big hit, but has developed this cult following. And you finally do a follow-up 
to it, um, which is not a theatrical release. We're talking about just, you know, at home on a streaming service. Go into it with that in mind. Now, Disney does amazing things. And even for all their Disney Plus specials, they do a great job at everything. Um, If you are wanting Hocus Pocus redone, you're going to be disappointed. But if you go into it with the mindset of like, okay, all these characters that the actresses are older now, so it's going to be a little bit different. And uh, there's a little it's it's brought up to date uh, as far as technology and just different different things like you can tell it's set in this day and age. Right. So go and go into it with that mind mindset and you'll be fine. Um, I thought it was a great way to bring back those characters and uh, I love the movie when I was a kid, watched it every Halloween. Um, and this may be like the the younger generation's original Hocus Pocus. Like maybe like my generation didn't think it was as good as the, the first one. But, you know, these kids might grow up loving this one. Um, and uh, and it may it may become like their their favorite movie to watch around Halloween. Right. Um yeah, I thought it. I thought it was great. I thought it was well done, uh, and I think you guys will enjoy it. Just keep those things in mind going into it, and uh, don't set yourself up to be disappointed. Right? You know what I mean? Yeah. Keep yeah. your hopes up high and your head down low, as a day to remember would say. Yeah. Okay. Cool. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. So, so Ghostbusters. Okay. So first, before we start off, Jeff. Do you think the Ghostbusters is like a uh, uh, what? What are your thoughts on the original Ghostbusters theme by Ray Parker Jr.? It's great. It's iconic. You know, it's it's probably one of the most played around Halloween or yeah. you know movie theme songs probably of all time. Yeah. Yes. Aside yeah. from uh, what is it, Tubular Bells by Michael Oldfield from what's that Halloween? Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. 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 That and uh, that and Monster Mash. I mean. I love, yeah. I love that song today. Yeah. So yeah, that's yeah. That's so Halloween I don't know. I know James knows about it. Jeff. I don't know if you know about Halloween Um, I think it's a great app. I listen to it all day long. Uh, <laughs> you know, September 1st came and I was like, boom, hit play. Um, and the Ghostbusters theme comes up in many forms on that app over and over and over again. They're right there with the Halloween theme. Right. And Monster Mash. It's just, it's great. It's very, it's a good, it's a good Halloween song. So, Blake, you want to tell us about the Ghostbusters theme song before we get it going? James, I'd love to. <laughs> Ghostbusters is a song written by Ray Parker Jr., um, who sadly was not able to join our uh, Zoom call tonight for Thanks. this interview. <laughs> um, but, you know, we wish him well. Uh, so, Ray Parker Jr., um, as the theme of the film of the same name, obviously, and included on, on the film's soundtrack. Debuting at number 68 on June 16th in 1984, the song peaked at number one on the Billboard Hot 100 on August 11th, 1984, staying there for three weeks. Um, And by the way, this was Ray Parker Jr.'s only number one song on that chart. Uh, And at number two on the uh, UK singles chart on September 16th of 1984, staying there for three weeks as well. The song re-entered the UK top 75 on November 2nd, 2008, and number 49 and um, at number 49 and again on November 5th, 2021 at number uh, 38. So it keeps coming back yeah. um, in different, different ways. So, well, thanks to the research of afterlife. I mean, it, you know, it, it, yes. it became popular again. Yeah, I think that's great. what it is. Every time a new movie comes out, like it just, it, people are like, Oh yeah, I forgot how great that song was. Right, so, right. 
and the song was so great that it was nominated at the 57th Academy Awards for Best Original Song, but lost, unfortunately, to Stevie Wonder's I Just Called to Say I Love You. And that is a great song. Great um, song. However, I would say that I enjoy the Ghostbusters theme more than I do that song. Uh, but uh, and Jeff, I don't know if you know about this and we'll get it. We'll, we'll come back to this in, in a minute. But a lawsuit regarding Ray Parker's uh, plagiarism of Huey Lewis and the news song. I want a new drug resulted in Lewis receiving a settlement. Uh, but more on that later. We'll come back to that. So cool. Cool. Yeah, I didn't know that. I'll be interested yeah. to see. What it's been many is. times that it's been tried in court. Oh, yeah. 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 It was back and forth. Right. Yeah. So let's talk about the uh, the background of this wonderful song. Uh, Ray Parker was approached by the film's producers to create a theme song for the film, uh, though he only had a few days to do so, and the film's title seemed impossible to include any in any lyrics. However, when watching t- television late at night. Uh, Parker saw a cheap commercial for a local service that reminded him of the film had a similar commercial featured for the fictional business, Ghostbusters Incorporated. Yeah. Uh, this inspired him to write the write this song as a pseudo advertising jingle that the business could have commissioned as a promotion. Lindsay Buckingham, uh, on his interview disc, Words and Music, a retrospective, uh, stated that when he was approached to write the Ghostbusters theme song uh, based on successful con- contribution to Harold Ramis uh, National Lampoon's Vacation Holiday Road, um, he turned out the opportunity as he did not want to be known as a soundtrack artist. Uh, Glenn Hughes and Pat Thrall also submitted a demo that was ultimately rejected. Uh, then the Hughes and Thrall version was later rewritten and used to track the uh, dance or die for the eighteen for the nineteen eighty seven film Dragnet. Uh, the theme is estimated to have. There you go. There, oh, there yeah, it is. Look at that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the theme Ghostbusters is estimated to have added twenty million to the film's box office gross. So that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. I think I think anytime you can have a especially at that time that was that was the thing it it was it was almost like a formula that they had um for releasing a movie and then you had to have a great soundtrack soundtracks don't mean as much to movies now uh with streaming and anything like that it doesn't it doesn't um but you know if you went to a movie and you heard a song in the movie it persuaded you for one thing to to sit through the entire freaking credits scroll just so you could like learn the name of the song and hope you had enough time to learn the name of the song, see who uh, performed the song. And then if you were in a record store or, uh, you know, FYE or something like that, and you're browsing through the uh, soundtracks, um, maybe you'll come across it. And I remember doing that for a lot of movies in, in my day and age, the Spider-Man soundtrack from the 2002 film with Tobey Maguire being one of those that it was like, I've got to go get the soundtrack you, for that. You bought it just for Hero, the song by uh, that. I bought it. It had a Sum 41 <laughs> song on there that yeah, was great. Yeah. Uh, that had Carrie King uh, playing uh, the guitar solo on. Carrie King. Oh, yes. the Slayer yeah. guy, right? Slayer. Slayer. <laughs> uh, yeah, that one was full of uh, some Alien Ant Farm, all kind of stuff. Yeah. Uh, and uh, and then the Pokemon 
movie soundtrack was also one that I was like, gotta go get it. Yeah. Uh, Jeff, a lot of bangers. Jeff, did you get the soundtracks for Ghostbusters 1 and 2? No, I didn't back no. then. <laughs> uh, my first CD uh, movie soundtrack was was Twister. Okay. <laughs> Dwayne, yeah. uh, Van Halen was on there. Yeah. Okay, cool. Nice, nice. Van Hagar, you mean? Uh, yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. It was Van Hagar. Van Hagar. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, James, why don't you tell us about the... Or no, it's me. Sorry, that's my turn. Sorry, I, I am embarrassed, Jeff. I'm sorry that you came on here. And I did not have my crap together. Um, so let's talk about the music video real quick. Uh, so the music video for the song was directed by Ivan Reitman. Reitman? Reitman? Whatever. Right, Reitman. Was that right? Okay. I was right, man. Uh, the same director. <laughs> the same director as uh, the Ghostbusters film and produced by Jeffrey Abelson. Uh, it features a young woman played by actress Cindy Har- uh, Harrell, uh, who is haunted by a ghost portrayed by Parker. Uh, roaming a nearly all-black house interior with vibrant neon designs outlining the sparse architectural and industrial features until the woman finally calls the Ghostbusters service. Uh, director Reitman, uh, the Ghostbusters, or, excuse me, directed by Reitman, the Ghostbusters music video, music video was number one on MTV and features cameos by celebrities uh, such as Chevy Chase, Irene Cara, John Candy, Melissa Gilbert, Ollie E. Brown, Jeffrey Tom Tomber, Tamber, Tamber, uh, George Went, um, a- Al Franken, Al Franken. Sorry, there's a crack in my screen. It looked like a J. Um, Al Franken, <laughs> Danny DeVito, Carly Simon, Peter Falk, and Terry Gar. Uh, none of the actors were paid for participating, but did so as a favor to Reitman. It's very sweet. Uh, the video concludes with Parker and the stars of the film in full Ghostbuster costume dancing down the streets of New York City. Uh, the crew closed down Times Square to film the scene. I'm sure that was easy to do. Um, although a sizable crowd can still be seen in the background. The Ghostbusters also performed uh, the same dance in the closing credits to the real Ghostbusters cartoon series, as well as in a trailer for the 2009 Ghostbusters video game, which I have played. I have too. A lot of fun. I played it on my Switch with my sister-in-law, Christine, and Allie, and it was a lot of fun. Matter of fact, there's a new Ghostbusters game coming out, and I know that Jess is going to get it, and I'm probably going to play it with, play, play with them soon. You guys should Twitch stream it. Yeah, yeah it's in the vein of uh, Fire 13th, uh, yeah. Evil Dead, those games. Yeah, yeah. Like four-on-one, yeah. where you can play as the ghost. Right. Oh, okay. Ah, cool. Yeah. I guess I guess you can play as Slimer. Where the ghost is. Oh, yeah, yeah. Multiple choice, you know. Okay, ah, nice. Interesting. Nice. I want to be Paul Rudd. <laughs> I, I don't know if he's in the game, you know? Uh, he should be, and he should be a vampire. Ooh, that would be cool. Because he doesn't age. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't. Sexy man. Neither do I. Uh, <laughs> uh, okay, so with every good thing, there's always got to be a little bit of controversy. So let's talk That's about that. Good. Yes, yes, yes. So shortly after the film's release, Huey Lewis sued... Ray Parker Jr. for plagiarism, Ooh. alleging mm. that he had copied the melody, primarily the bass line, from Lewis's 1983 song, I Wanted a New Drug. Uh, the case was settled out of court in 1985 for an undisclosed film and a confidentiality agreement that prohibited, prohibited discussing the case. Should we be discussing it right now? I'll tell you what, you should pull that up and we should take a listen because I, I forgot to mention that. Can you pull that song up? 
um after after we read this section we can we can pull that up and maybe we'll uh we'll be able to compare the two ah, i totally forgot about that oh the he, the, um, the the huey lewis thing the huey lewis one yeah we'll okay. see right. we'll, we'll come back to that we'll take a listen we'll see okay. uh okay so according to parker that were that were several lawsuits at the time because when you sell that many records i think everybody wants to say that they wrote this song which but matter of fact, everybody does, cause like you know, um, Parker later sued Lewis for breaching the confidentiality agreement in the 2001 episode of VH1's Behind the Music by reasserting Parker Jr. Um, stole the song. Yeah, that yeah, he he should have guilty talked about them stealing the song. Um, regarding his case against Lewis, Parker said. I got a lot of money out of that. And he probably did, you know? Yeah. Probably got a whole lot of money for suing them. So, but in the 20, in the 2004 article for, um, Premier Magazine, uh, the filmmakers omitted to using the song, I Want a New Drug, as temporary background music in many scenes. They also, Ah. they also know, they also noted that they had offered to hire Huey Lewis and the News to write the main theme, but the band had declined. The filmmakers then gave uh, film footage with Lewis's song in the background to Parker to aid him on writing the new theme song for Ghostbusters. So my question, and James, I sent that to you, uh, the song, if you want to pull it up. Um, But uh, my question to you, Jeff, Knowing all this and the the controversy surrounding, and we're going to listen to the song in a second here. Just to, um, we'll listen to a little bit of it just to draw the comparisons. But um, knowing this, would that have been the first thing that entered your mind, or did it have to be pointed out to you um, that they were similar? It was probably um, I don't know ten years ago when I found that out. Yeah, you know, it wasn't you know with they with the internet and everything. You know, right. it's a lot easier to for people to say, Hey, you know, so it's like the same beat, but yeah. it's like entirely different as right. far as the songs, you know, I don't know. It has its, its points, you know? So does this make you feel any different about Huey Lewis? Cause I, I think it's funny whenever like there's, there's artists who, uh, James, we could do a whole episode on just like people saying you stole my song, you copied me and I'm going to sue you for it. Um, but like sometimes like things like that happen and it kind of like puts a bad taste in your mouth. Uh, I love yellow card. Um, but whenever, uh, the rapper juice world, uh, died, uh, tragically at the age of 21, when that, when that kid died, um, I remember yellow card suing his like estate because they said that he had sampled one of their songs or had copied one of their songs for, for one of his, and uh like so not only is the family of this guy dealing with the the tragedy surrounding his death and it's such a young age too um but now they've got this washed up pop punk band that is now (laughs) trying to sue them for that and i was like that's kind of a douche move man like i don't know so but uh i don't know james you got that pulled up do you want to take a listen see if we can um if we can draw the comparisons because i don't know if i've ever paid attention to i know the song but it's 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 been a long time since I heard the song, so I'm I'm, okay. I'm excited to hear this. So just yeah, yeah, let's see what we got. All right, here we here we go.
it. Oh, oh, okay. So that's yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I can. I can. I, uh, I, I can understand where they would think that. Yeah. But then again, it's like, is it the same notes? Is it the same feet? Is it? The, I, I mean, because this is a whole lot faster than the Ghostbusters theme, and there's many, I, there's many yeah. things that go against their their. Uh, they're saying that they wrote the song first. So we never know. Listen, I think I can hear it now that it's been pointed out to me, but I have never thought that about that song before. Never once entered my mind. I was like, huh, that sounds like the Ghostbusters theme song. Um, so anyway, you got, I don't any, know. You got any thoughts on it, Jeff? I'm Not really. Is it I mean, all what is it? The dun, 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 you know, that, it's got some similarities. Yeah. Hang on. Yeah. Yeah. It's there. Yeah, it's there. Here it is again. You heard it here, folks. Jeff hates Huey Lewis in the news now. He, hate that Lewis <laughs> he hopes uh, that Huey Lewis in the news uh, breaks up. Yeah. So <laughs> you heard it here. We didn't say that, Huey. If you're listening, it wasn't us. It was Jeff. It was Jeff. All along. And if you if you guys <laughs> would subscribe to our YouTube channel, you would know this. Right. Um, He's going like this for nothing. Right. Now. It wasn't. It wasn't us. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, but yeah, sorry. so before we get into our um, our covers for today, since this is a Cover Wars episode, let's take a minute to talk about Bones Coffee um, for a second here. So Bones Coffee, uh, of which um, James has a bag sitting right uh, behind him there, and uh, and he looks like he is that Men Invaders. You get, is that what you got back there? That's Men Invaders, but I but I ordered the wrong the wrong stuff. I ordered the grounds the grounds um the ground I guess coffee. Yeah, yeah. So um, but the uh, I ordered the French toast version in K-Cups. This is all, this is amazing. And this is yeah. all, this is always going to be one of my favorites of all time. Yeah. The, the mint chocolate chip. Yeah. So it's so good. good. Stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, Bones Coffee, as you see here, you can get it in whole bean. You can get ground coffee. You can get K-Cups. Um, all kind of different flavors. I guarantee that so, there is something in there that everybody will like. Uh, Jeff, I don't know if you're, if you're familiar with Bones Coffee at all. Um, but, uh, if you were a true friend, I guess, then you would buy a bag and you would use our discount code music speaks, uh, for 10% off of your order. Um, and for those of you who love spooky season, they have now released the, uh, nightmare before Christmas collaboration with bones coffee. They've got five different flavors to choose from. Um, and I'm very excited about that. I can't wait to get my hands on a bag of my own. Jeff just said, no, he's not going to order it. I'm, I'm gonna try to. I'm gonna go get it from you guys. There you is go. There a, yes. Is there a exit button? Is there a delete person from Zoom call button? I guess I don't have access to that. Anyway, so if you are uh, a true friend, unlike Jeff here, then you can use our discount code Music Speaks for ten percent off of your order. Not only can you get coffee once you love that, once you're hooked on the coffee, where they get you is the merch because you can also get a lot of T-shirt designs with these same uh, label designs for the bags. Uh, they have great coffee mugs, um, all kind of stuff that you can find on there. Bones Coffee, Music Speaks, 10% off. Do it right now. Happy Halloween. Yes, go get it. Go get it, Jeff. Yeah, go get Jeff. We're counting on you to start this whole new fad. You know, yeah, what's the uh, discount code again? Music, Music, Music okay. Speaks. All capital one off. for 10% off. All one yeah. word. Music Speaks. You wrote it down. Oh. Yes. Wouldn't lie to you. No. no He's we doing it right now. Right. He just bought 100 bags. All right. So um, let's talk about our first cover for today. I discovered this cover. All right. So when <laughs> I want to mention in the group chat that we had whenever we asked Jeff to come on tonight, um, 
when we first brought it up, he was like, it better not be that fallout boy crap. No, uh, it's not. I will admit that was the song I had originally picked out uh, between this one and another one. Um, listening to it again, I realized that's not as much of a cover as it is just like a redo. I don't know. It's yeah. not a cover. It's got elements of the song in it, but they kind of made it their own. And then Missy Elliott's thrown in there just randomly. Um, and I was like, oh, let me see what else is out there. I came across this cover that was much better. Um, and I'm very excited about it. Let's talk about this band, No Small Children. Uh, so during a midday, uh, midday break at a San Fernando Valley uh, elementary school on a Friday before Mother's Day, co-workers and friends Lisa uh, Pimentel and Nic- um, Nicola Berlinski came up with an idea to form a band while feeling sad about not having any children of their own. They called the band No Small Children and began writing. Um, a few months later, 2014, Lisa's sister, Joni, moved from Boston to Los Angeles. Uh, the band was complete. Within six months, an EP was released. And since then, uh, they, they did national tours between school breaks and released four albums. For four years, they did everything themselves, including writing, recording, rehearsing, and booking. Mm. Completely DIY. Yeah. Um, in November 2015, No Small Children dressed as Ghostbusters for a holiday party and were encouraged to do a cover of Ray Parker Jr.'s single. Uh, they later sent it to Theodore Shapiro, a um, the score composer on the movie, uh, on a lark. Um, Shapiro was also the parent of one of their students. How about that? Nice. Uh, however, it was too late in the production process. Uh, six months later, they were informed that the cover was snuck in uh, and played during the closing credits of the movie and an outtake reel at, on the home release. Um, although it, uh, although not included in the official album soundtrack, the song was released by the band on July 14th, 2016 via their website, uh, through which an MP3 of the song could be purchased for a minimum of $1. Um, and you can pay more if you desired. Uh, it was later released by RCA Records on July 25th, 2016 via Amazon, through which an MP3 of the song could be purchased for $129. That's how they get you. Uh, but that's also why we have an amazing Lord of the Rings TV show. Um, but you can stream the song anywhere that you find music now. Um, and uh, I think it's great. I love a punk band to begin with. Um, I love an all-female punk band. There's something about the Donnas, uh, the Runaways, you name it. I love it. Um, so I was very excited to find this one. Jeff, have you heard this one before? Um, maybe I blocked it out. I don't know. <laughs> Because what, Jeff hates what, women. What? No, 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 he doesn't. <laughs> no, don't, don't say that. No. Jeff no. is a woman hater. No, he uh, loves You heard women. it here f- first. He loves women. He loves Ellie. I love Ellie. He does. I know, but so, like, who doesn't? Right? She's right. Great. Right. So well, let's let's take a listen. Let's see what this is all about. Maybe Jeff won't be hating it too bad. <laughs> okay. So for for anybody who uh, is viewing this on YouTube. Uh, sit back, relax, have a have a cup of bones coffee. There you and go. And watch this with us. So here we go in three, two, one.
All right. All right. All right. All right. I like the halftime. I do uh, too. And then the double time. And then they just, so, oh man, that was good. The, I, I do love the tempo change throughout the whole song. It's like in, in yeah. several months, steady thing. And I love that. That's awesome. Yeah. That's, that's better. Tw- 10 times, 12 times better than the Fall Out Boy version. <laughs> I think Jeff can't agree with me on that one. Right, Jeff? Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Jeff, if you were if you were stuck on an island and you had two options, you could only take the No Small Children uh version of the song or the Fallout Boy, which one would you go with? I want a new drug. Okay. Okay, so you're trying to make up for the fact that you said you hated Huey Lewis in the news. So I understand. He he now, might I mean that's between you and him, man. Right. That's not that's got nothing to do with me, so now he wants a new drug, and that's fine, you know. We all get yeah. drugs, you know. Um, but yeah, that, that was a great punk punk version, and I I don't want to say that I find their version a lot better or near better than the Ray Parker Jr. song. Oh, you know, no offense, but I mean that I mean that's that's up there for me. So, what do you think about it, Blake? And and then we'll get we'll get Jeff's. Yeah, I, I so again, I love a female uh, an all female punk band. Yes. I think it's uh, I there's something different about that. I it's great. Um and so I was excited when I found that <clears throat> excuse me today uh and we didn't have to listen to the Fallout Boy. Uh, <laughs> and I love Fallout Boy. Right, uh, but right. just uh, listening to it again and then with the random like miss I, <clears throat> excuse me, I love Missy Elliott. Yeah. But them together and it's not really a cover it's just i don't know it's hard to describe uh i i love i love this version yeah, yeah. That, it's gonna be hard it'll be hard between this yeah. one and the next one right right so did you hear the next one yet or, or are you are you gonna hear it for, for for the first time who me yeah the next man oh I, the next one i've heard yeah okay okay and I so, love the next man too. The next man's okay really so me and jeff is hearing that both bands for the first time Jeff, before we go on to the, to the next one, what did you think about the cover? You think it's okay? Good, Ben? So the cover of, that we just listened to, the No Small Children, yes, um, like it doesn't use all of the lyrics from the original song. It's like, let's cherry pick this over here. This is the right. part everybody knows. Yeah. Like, yeah. The Ray Parker Jr. version goes off into a little tangent and then comes back toward the end. Right. right. Yeah. So it's not completely true as far as lyric-wise. Okay. Right. Well, that's a, that's a good thing because I did not pick it, pick that up. Yeah, I didn't pick that up yeah. either. So, so that is why we brought Jeff on tonight. It's because that's when uh, after this you can go listen to the original Ghostbusters. You know, that's true. Yeah, Ray Parker yeah. Jr. Right. Awesome. 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 Well, good catch on that because I did not. I didn't. I didn't catch that. So thank you for that, Jeff. Okay, so let's talk about uh, the, the next couple more band. Uh, it's called Walk the Moon. Not with Michael Jackson, but I mean, you know, no, I mean, not uh, moonwalking. Not no. moonwalking. Walk the moon. Sure, walk the moon. Walk, walk the moon is an American rock band based in Cincinnati, Cincinnati Ohio. Uh, lead singer Nicholas Patricia, help me out here. Patrika, I believe, is how you say his last okay. name. Patrika uh, started the band in 2006 while a student at Canyon College. Uh, deriving the band's name from the song Walking on the Moon by the Police. Ah, okay. Great song. Great song. Uh, the band is notably for its charting hit singles Anna Sun, Shut Up and Dance, and One Foot. But don't you dare. 
Yeah, everybody knows that one. That's a good song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shut up, and dance, dance for me. Yeah, okay, shut yeah. Shut up, Huey Lewis, and shut up. So that's how Jeff sings it. He says, <laughs> <laughs> "Oh my God, uh, walk, walk, walk the moon, half sighted, talking heads. Calm down, bro, Brooklyn. We, we, you know what? We're shut up. <laughs> okay, so walk, walk the moon, half sighted, talking heads. David Bowie, the police." Tears for Fears and Phil Collins as influencers, and they're all great bands. Yes, absolutely. Um, the band's use of 1980s musical mainstays, such as keyboard and synthesizers, is also notable. Their cover of Ghostbusters was released in the uh, as a single in in 2016 for the film Ghostbusters: Answer the Call, which Jeff doesn't want to talk about anymore, and I don't blame him. Well, now we know why. Yes, it's a sensitive subject. Yes, but it, uh, but it can also be streamed anywhere you listen to music, whether it's Apple Music, um, Spotify, and what is their title? I think you can listen to it on title too. I'll be honest with you, I didn't know there was anything else besides <laughs> Apple oh, really? Music and, and Spotify. Yeah, yeah, I was like, I know, who? Cause, what? Because I think I'm title, title like Jay Z's uh, yeah. yeah. service. Yeah, a title is. <laughs> As a streaming service, I didn't know that. Yeah, I think it was Jay Z. Yes, interesting. Yes, Jay Z and Kanye's. They they came up with a t- with title. It's uh, like another streaming venture. So, well, I'll be doggone. Yeah, right. yeah, I've heard that about about that like long time ago. But uh, but that's well, okay. I have been living under a rock. Yes, sir, you have. The titles and the Napsters and the <laughs> Napster. Yeah. yeah. I was a LimeWire guy myself. I was a BearShare guy before I was a LimeWire, but yes, I LimeWire was my deal. LimeWire was amazing. Okay, uh, so people who are... Really any a family computer thanks to LimeWire. Yes. For anybody who's also watching it on YouTube with us, uh, you can have a cup of bones coffee. Hint, hint. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there's some montages in this one too, yeah. so it's going to trigger a lot of things for Jeff, I'm sure, because mm. obviously... We're just listening to the song, not the, yeah. we, we don't yeah, care Jeff, about it. Just close your eyes for this. <laughs> there you go. Okay, in three, two, one, here we go. Ding. Sleeping in your bed Who you gonna call? Come on. 
All right. Uh, yeah. So I feel like that one was more true to that original. Yes, it was. You know, with the the busting busting makes me feel good. Um. So if I can reiterate. Uh, yeah. Hey, Ellie. That's fine. Husband duties, opening bottles. Oh, you go, darling. I love you. Oh, isn't that sweet, Jeff? Uh, yeah. uh, no, well, I mean, it is, but not really. <laughs> it, it, it's sweet. <laughs> it is, yeah, it's sweet. But uh, yeah, um, I almost thought that they took the backing track and just they, the singer did, did did the vocals, but it wasn't until the mid song where I'm like, okay, well, this is them actually playing the song. I didn't realize that they could get it that close, you know. Yeah, it's it's very it's very it's, close to that original. It's really, really true. The the only the the way that I noticed that they were actually playing it is because you could tell that the bass drum was a lot thicker, you know, and a lot heavier. Yeah, the drums are a lot the, more or, or, crisp. Or, yes. Yeah, yeah, and uh, and there was some kind of hints of uh, like keyboard. I, I mean, the keyboards did synthesizers and all that. Too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. It's all good. So. Yeah. Uh, I personally love that one, so I don't know which which, which to choose. But it doesn't matter for us. We are in we are, we're in the presence of a uh, Ghostbusters royalty, I guess you can say. Genius. He, <laughs> genius, I want to know. Right, we, yes, we want to know what. You, okay, now this is of, of that song that you just heard. All right, so what did you think, Mister Jeff? Um, that one seems to be more in tune as far as. In the, in, in the same vein as the original, yes. as far as, you know, like I, I said about the other one, the um, No Small Children, you know, they didn't, they just like cherry picked lyrics, it sounded like to me, but, yeah. you know, it did go off in the middle and to the tangent of the Ray Parker Jr. version yeah. uh, with the other lyrics and all. Yeah. 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 Very, very close. And, the, and that's one thing we talk about on. Uh, our cover wars episodes and sometimes like we'll listen to some and we're like man that just sounds like it has no connection to the original song at at all uh sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't and then sometimes we're like okay that sounds too much like the original like you could have made it your own in some in some way and uh i think that walk the moon did a really good job of paying that tribute to the original but also like knowing like shut up and dance like obviously i can hear the connections there between that song and this cover so i feel i feel like they did a good job of of uh respecting the original but also making it uh their own so yeah yeah uh, because yeah, you can tell that they didn't they didn't just want to make it uh, an exact you know copy paste you know yeah they they really worked at it and and uh, you can tell by some some subtle hits and hits and differences right so, but so here comes the hardest part of the whole series. What, which version did you like and why? Uh, so we're going to catch this up with Blake. If he wants to go first, if not, I'll go first. Yeah, I'll go but, first. Okay. <clears throat> this is tough. Yes. Both versions are really good. Um, I, I would say that listening to the two back to back, the one that I prefer and no credit, no, not discrediting the other at all. But I think I like the No Small Children version. And although it is different and they don't have the cool breakdown part in there that I like uh, in the like the original song. It, I love when they went to halftime and I love when they went to double time uh, right there at the end. 
Uh, I just think that's great. And I think that, uh, again, a female punk band is just one of my favorite things in the world. So I'm going no small children. Okay. That's me. That's it. Final, that's final, me. final verdict. That's right. Right. That's okay. me. So. And everyone else is wrong. <laughs> including. No, I'm not including. Um, but Jeff, did you want to go first or did you want me to give my opinion and then your open onion? I mean, either way, I might get canceled for saying I would say, no, I'm just... I would say, I would say, you go first. I said, James, you go first and then we'll let Jeff, Jeff okay. decide. That way, if you pick a different version from me, then Jeff will be the tiebreaker. So we'll see. Someone, someone is going to be, someone's going to be left out here unless we all vote unanimously, but I doubt that's going to happen. Okay, so here's my opinion. Popular opinion, you know. Uh, I'm going to go with no small children. Wow. Because okay. the only because I, I agree wholeheartedly with, with you, but they took it and made it their own, like, 100%. Yeah. You can tell yeah. with the, you can tell with the tempo changes mm-hmm. and, and, and the fact that they didn't use the whole song doesn't detour from my likeness of that song. Sure. Okay. So I'm totally going to go with you with, uh, no small children. All right. There we, there we are. So that way, once Jeff makes this call, it doesn't I'm, matter. I'm if so sorry, Jeff, different because you've already lost. But if you want to be like us and be cool, then you'll go with no small children, uh, <laughs> and then we'll all, you know, we'll be good. We'll be fine. So Jeff, choice is yours. You're like, oh, Jeff didn't like the movie. That's the call. Well, obviously, <laughs> oh, it's a women's like band. I would like them as women. Oh, now I don't. Right, because he doesn't like I love women. He doesn't love this not. Um, I guess just by default, I got to go with the other one because you know it's it's more true to the original. Okay. Um, I like about... the the other one was had the originality originality to it, but you know yeah. this one did too in a way. Yeah. Okay. But, uh, so I choose the walk on the moon, walk the moon, walk the, the moon. Oh, okay, man. he's going with walk the moon. All right, he's going to walk on the moon. Uh, and it let me be clear, it's not because Jeff hates women, it is because he likes this version much better. So, although he still despises Huey Lewis in the news, um, it is uh, it is uh, it, it is walk the moon for Jeff, and that's good, you know. I mean, because we all yeah. have different tastes and abilities, and uh, and so Jeff, Jeff is right, we're right. I mean, there's no wrong answer when it comes to we're not talking about music for sure. There it is, yeah, settled. How about that? Ray Parker Jr. says you're wrong. <laughs> like second. We'll get him on the show and he can actually say we're wrong. Well, he was supposed to be on here tonight, but yes. it was how much to get him on Cameo? What was it? Probably $1,000. Like, a bunch of money um, and not something we could afford at the time. So, yeah, we, uh, we're, we don't have a lot of money here. We'll come back to this episode uh, whenever we're able to afford Ray Parker Jr. And we'll let him decide. Yes. But we have one more question for Jeff, Jeff here. Uh, so what is your go-to song or album that you are in? Um, like it, like if you need to pick me up, what's a, what's a song or album do you go to? First song, first album. I don't know. It's hard. I just have to think about it. So you put me on the spot. I should have known, you know. (laughs) We always do. We always put people on the spot. Yeah. So yeah, um, we like to put people on the spot. 
that's how you get the truest answers. I feel like, yes. it, you know, just like whatever comes. So like, you know, if there's a, if there's an album or a song, uh, that you, um, that you go to whenever you're kind of feeling down or, or something to kind of pull you out of a funk. Yeah. Um, or if there's just a, a song or an album that you can't even describe like what it means to you, but it just, you've got to put it on. Like when your words fail and the music speaks, what, it, what would that be for you? Oh, uh, recently. So I, I just saw the Elvis movie a couple, probably three weeks ago. Yes. And uh, Elvis put me in the mood as far as, like I was just listening to that all the next day after I watched the movie, so that was that was my pick me up for a while. Okay, but so it you know it goes varies goes from one thing to another. Oh yeah, there's okay. not just like one genre of music that I like. You know, right. cool. Yeah, the, that that Elvis movie was really really something to see because the whole soundtrack is, is amazing, and I think Casey Musgrave did a cover of um, "I Can't Help Falling in Love with You," and that's mm. literally. The best cover album, cover song ever made, I think. You know, ooh, that's we a, should do that. That says a lot. That says a lot because I mean, okay, we need to do it to cover wars on that one between that one and the Twenty One Pilots version because I also do like that one. That's perfect, good. Perfect. And maybe Jeff will come back for that one. You know, Jeff, cool. come back for that one. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's like, it's like, it's like yeah. I'm never coming on <laughs> like, the show again. Sure. You never. put words in my mouth. That's right. He does not hate women, ladies and gentlemen. He loves all as long as you don't um, pick music from that movie. No, like <laughs> <laughs> like Blake right, did fine. today. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, so. All what right. Ends. Okay, cool. everybody. So thanks everybody for listening into the show today. Make sure you share this with your friends, family, and dogs, cats, rats, and whatever. Right, uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we're av- we're available on mo- and uh, make sure you share this with dinosaurs because Jeff has a, th- a th- tattoo. With dinosaurs with his knife, his scary knife. And enjoy Halloween. And if you would please listen, um, leave a rating and review to our podcast if you'd like to see us grow more to more higher um, uh, numbers, I guess. Yeah. Um, uh, and if you do that, and if you want us to, we can read your reviews right here on the show. That's right. And the best way to stay up to date with us is by following us on all of our social media pages. Uh, we're on Instagram, it's at Memorial Podcast, uh, Facebook at WWFMS Podcast, Twitter, uh, When Words Fail MS, and also on TikTok, uh, When Words Fail Music Speaks. Nice. And so, uh, and send, send ideas and personal stories of how music has helped you. To winwordsvillepodcast at gmail.com. You can also subscribe to our YouTube channel, like you're watching on right now. Uh, you can watch some more interviews that we've done, uh, music video reactions, vinyl showcases, cover wars, much more. Uh, it's youtube.com slash speaks. Make sure you turn on the notifications bell um, so you can be notified when episodes drop. And if you're watching this on YouTube, if you don't mind, give us a thumbs up. Appreciate smash, it. Helps us out a lot. Smash that like, like button. Smash the like button and you're going to obliterate the subscribe. Every time I do that. It, it, that kind of tickles your voice, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, sorry. Uh, well, Jeff can do it better. I'd like to do Jesse Ventura's uh, he, voice. He probably can, could. He can do Jesse Ventura. <laughs> um, <I don't> know. <laughs> <laughs> so, so for all of these links to find out more about us or to buy some of our amazing merchandise, uh, visit our website when wordsfailmusicspeaks.com. That's right. Our logo was created by One Up Graphics, uh, and our theme song was created by Doc Brass. You can find both of them on Instagram and Twitter. It's at One Up Graphics and at Doc D O K Brass. 
Uh, you can check out my other podcast. It's called South Carolina Spook Show. Um, it's available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and more. It's all about true crime and paranormal stories from the state of South Carolina. Um, and as mentioned before, for the whole month of October, I will be doing uh, mini-sodes um, every day at 10.31 a.m. So, uh, mm-hmm. uh, so make sure you subscribe so you can be notified when those episodes drop. And thank you again for listening. Nice. And remember... You can get 10% off. There it is. Everybody go to um, South Carolina's Book Show and subscribe to uh, Mr. Brosley's podcast. And and also remember, we have a 10% discount code for you from Bones Coffee. Just type in the word Music Speaks and get 10% off your, your order. And so with that in mind, thank you for listening. And always remember, when words fail, Music Speaks. Yes, Jeff, thank you again for coming on the show and uh we'll have you back on shortly i guarantee it yes as right. long as there's ghostbusters in, in the world we'll have you back on thank you again we're ready to believe you <laughs> <laughs> all right bye y'all